going shares with the snakes. Porcupine said, The best of the bargain is mine. Nor would he back down. When the snakes would disown the agreement, his quills made them sigh. Hasty partnerships may be repented of. Hello there everyone, Momus Najmi here and today I have for you another of Aesop's fables, the porcupine and the snakes. Despite an agreement with the snakes to share, the porcupine defended not sharing with his quills. Ouch. I will read to you Thomas Buick version, the porcupine and the snakes. A porcupine, wanting a shelter for himself, begged a nest of snakes to give him admittance into their snug cave. They were prevailed upon and let him in accordingly, but were so annoyed with his sharply prickly quills that they soon repented for their easy compliance and entreated the porcupine to withdraw and leave them their hole to themselves. No, said he. Let them quit the place that don't like it. For my part, I'm well enough satisfied as I am. Moral of the story, give a finger and lose a hand. This fable points out the danger of entering into any degree of friendship, alliance or partnership with any person whatever before we have thoroughly considered his nature and qualities, his circumstances and his humor, and also the necessity of examining our own temper and disposition to discover if we can, how far these may accord with the genius of those with whom we are about to form a connection. Otherwise, our associations, of whatever kind they be, may prove the greatest plague of our life. Young people who are warm in all their passions and suffer them like a veil to hoodwink their reason, often throw open their arms at once and admit into the greatest intimacy persons whom they know little of, but by false and uncertain lights and thus perhaps take a porcupine into their bosom instead of an inmate who might suit the cares of life as an amiable consort or a valuable friend. Just like Samuel Croxell said, some people are of so brutish, inhospitable tempers that there is no living with them without greatly incommoding ourselves. Therefore, before we enter into any degree of friendship, alliance or partnership as said before with any person whatever, we should thoroughly consider his nature and qualities, his circumstances and his humor. A true friendship is one of the greatest blessings in life. Therefore, to be mistaken or disappointed of such enjoyment when we hope to be in full possession of it must be a great modification so that we cannot be too nice and scrupulous in our choice of those who are to be our companions for life, for they must have but a poor shallow notion of friendship, who intended to take it 
like a lease for a term of years only. In a word, the doctrine which this fable speaks is to prepare us against being injured or deceived by rash combination of any sort. The manners of the man we desire for a friend, of the woman we like for a wife, of the person we would jointly manage and concert measures for the advancement of our temporal interest should be narrowly and cautiously inspected before we embark with them in the same vessel, lest we should alter our mind when it is too late and think of regaining the shore after we have launched out of our depth. So that was the story of the porcupine and the snakes. I hope you enjoyed listening to it and the application and the morals of that story. Until next time, take care, be good and thank you so much for listening.